I'm coming to show the Australian people how the game is really played. For the first time on Australian Survivor, they will be playing with a member of their own family. Playing Survivor with your spouse is a very dangerous idea. But the good thing is if one of us wins, we both win. As brothers playing in the game, we've got this bond that's unbreakable. I love my sister so much, but out here, you're going to have to take out your loved one at some stage. If she gets voted out, it's going to rip my heart too. Australia's going to set the big man for us. Survivor has always been an individual game. But this season, it's all about to change. secret weapon. My baby girl Nina, y'all better look out because I taught her well. Will blood prove to be thicker than water? Or will the deepest bonds be broken? What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Survivor Now podcast, now live, well, not live, but in video <laughs> form. We're getting there. We're getting there. We have expanded off of the phone, so now someone can call me, and I don't have to stop the entire podcast, uh, which is awesome. And I am joined today for the Survivor Australia Blood versus Water. It's Survivor's back. Uh, I am joined for the cast assessment by Survivor alum. Abraham, how are you doing this morning, man? Hey, man, it's Friday. It's a good morning, and we almost <laughs> got Survivor back. Oh, it, it feels good, doesn't it? It's like a new – it just feels good to be able to watch the show again, like once it comes back on next next Monday. It feels good. It's, a, it's from an interesting perspective of being on Survivor. Now I get to watch another team go out there and compete against each other and enjoy that whole journey and that adventure of being on Survivor. So this is great. Now you have that experience too. You know, you've always been like a super fan, but now you know what it's like to be out there. So I wonder well, if that's going to affect how you watch the show at all. Uh, my perspective is different. I used to be an armchair survivor fan, but I, I know firsthand what some of the things that they're going to go through for this season. Um, Australia adds a whole new twist to the game. So it's going to be pretty interesting to watch them this season uh, coming off of my season. Uh, and seeing them, hey, you're in the game of Survivor now. Let's see how you do, especially blood <laughs> versus water. That's that's the thing, too. There's so many, like, dynamics going into this season. I know we talked about it because for you who are watching at home, we're kind of new to the – we're not new to Survivor, but we're new to Australian Survivor, right? This is going to be, I believe, uh, both of our first season, you know, watching throughout, um, you know, live as it takes place and everything. And we were talking the other day and you mentioned how Australia survivor, how tough it is not, you know, you can't really say it's tougher. Like they both have their own challenges, but you're talking 47 days, 24 castaways going on to uh, it's going to be in North Queensland. I, I believe is what I saw. Uh, what are your expectations before we get into the cast going into the game with these, these kind of different challenges that we have, you know, how much longer it is and everything. You know, the location of Survivor moved around now. It's been uh, housed in Fiji for quite some time for the U.S. Uh, Survivor. Here's the thing. No matter where you locate Survivor at, it's going to be about the people and when they get there. 
you know, everybody's been out to the beach, but you haven't been out to the beach and been uncomfortable where you couldn't get the sand off of you. So mm-hmm. in those aspects of things are going to be the same, but you got the game of Survivor that's going to pit them now, blood against water, um, against each other on these same environments. So when it's, when it's wet outside, when it's rainy outside, when people haven't eaten, you know, you get a chance to see them in another element. And now they're going to repeat what we've already done in the U.S. Survivor and say, okay, we're going to bring family members in. We're going to bring friends in. Oh, now, it should be entertaining. <laughs> we're going to see how you react to each other. When you got to actually, it's different when I came on my season in 41 where we're voting off to, to some extent strangers. Mm-hmm. No, you're voting off or pulling for your loved one that's in a different tribe so you can make it to the merge. So you can be with your family members so you can strategize. So all that's going to play in, which is going to be really, really different. And then you got the backdrop of folks from a different country. They're in Australia. Different mm-hmm. mannerisms. Different have you been behaviors. there? I have. I've been to Australia. I've been to Cairns uh, twice. I've been to New Zealand once. What what weather should we be expecting for these castaways? What's it like out there? Um, in that particular coast where Cairns is at, it's going to be more of a beach, steamy environment. So it's going to be a lot of humidity. And you're going to have to be able to deal with that humidity and that warmth of never – never cool uh night times oh, um, sounds fun <laughs> yeah it, it, it's different it's different but it's the same you it, know every beach is a beach it's the part of the game they don't like to talk about like we all love the advantages and stuff but the weather and stuff is hey but that's part of the game that's part of the game so just a few things to get out out of the way before we go into the cast assessment which i am so excited first yes. thank you again for being here i'm so excited to have you on for this season, uh, kind of to have someone that actually knows, you know, the game ins and outs and have has been on the game. Uh, go follow our Instagram page for all the latest news at Survivor Now Podcast. And we're now on YouTube. So now you have two ways to watch the podcast. You can watch it on YouTube um, shortly after we get done with with our um, video here. And then you can listen to it still on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. I I don't know. I can't name all of them off the top of my head. (laughs) But let's get into this. We're going to start. First off, I think the cast looks really good. I know I say that like almost every season. You know, it's different here because now I get to look at their cast and say, okay, what can I take from their cast? that I would have put on my cast, knowing what I know now from being on the show Survivor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there are a couple of, there's a couple of ones that I said, hey, I would put them on my my actual tribe because yeah. they, they bring something to the table a, a little different than the people that are doing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. It, we, we've got a mixed bag here. We've got some people who have done Survivor before and we have completely new uh, castaways as always. We're gonna start with um, Alex Frost and Jay Bruno, the in-laws. Oh. Uh, So let me just read this real quick. It's a quick little excerpt here. Alex and Jay met after Jay started dating Alex's sister. Now the pair will put their own relationship through a very unique test. A super fan of the game, Alex wants to fly under the radar, secretly making moves while Jay is relaxed, but also determined and competitive. So I believe Alex is uh, the blonde, I believe. Uh, I read something interesting about these two is that uh, Jay and Alex's sister actually broke up, so they're not dating anymore. <laughs> um, so we got these two in-laws, but they're actually, you know, they're going to stay in-laws. But out of everyone on this cast, I think they've got the least, you know, connection, if that's a way to put it. Um, uh, 
What do you think? <laughs> well, looking at both of them, and it's interesting that even when you're dating, you also date the family. Mm-hmm. So you get to know the family. And I'm pretty sure that's how they said, hey, let's go apply for Survivor. And it's a nice little hook for them to say, hey, I used to date your sister. Now we want to go play Survivor. Or however, you know, it manifested itself. So I think the best thing about it is they won't have to worry too much about voting each other out because they already voted each other out from the relationship. With the sister <laughs> that's so a good way to put it. They, yeah, had yeah. To, they had to take a hard stance. Do I, do I stay friends or do I just kind of, you know, ease and don't tell my sister I'm still, you know, talking to who is now her ex-boyfriend. So mm-hmm. I think they'll have a better chance in the vote out part of it. I think they're going to find it challenging no matter what they're doing in their own separate tribes. That's going to be the key. Can you make it to the merge for this group here? Because you once you make them, it to the merge. Do you see them working like really close together? Say they both make the merge. And this is going to be a question for a lot of the castaways we look at. Do you see them working like close together? Like I could see them still being like, yo, we know each other. Let's work together. But I don't think they'd have a problem voting each other off. I don't think they'd have a problem at all doing that. I think if any of the other tribe cast members perceive them as too close together, they're going to become a threat. Mm -hmm. Which all of them fall into that same bag. We're we're loved ones. So we're looking at it like, okay, if I get with my loved one, that's one more vote in my pocket. So that also looks in the same way of saying, hey, I need to vote the loved one out. I'd rather bring over a tribe of folks that don't know each other. So let's get away with all the loved ones first. So it's going to be a kind of interesting mix to see how this all plays out. Will they work together? I think they will. They, they survived the sister breakup. So yeah, they're like still Yeah, <laughs> we assume they're still talking and everything. <laughs> they're here on Survivor together. So. <laughs> they're going to have to learn how to talk. Um, I will say, do you think it differs um, between them being like in-laws? Do you think people will put more emphasis on like couples as a power couple of sorts than, than these two because of the in-laws? So here, here's a couple versus non-couple, my thoughts. Mm-hmm. When you get into an argument, you stay mad. You can't stay <laughs> mad on Survivor that long. So yeah, yeah. if you get mad or you get frustrated by a challenge and in a couple's relationship, you take it the wrong way, the Survivor will eat you alive because mm-hmm. now you're focused on the emotional part of your relationship and not on the strategy that you brought into Survivor. And it's gonna be hard to get away from that because you're gonna take away their food, you're gonna take away this comfort, you don't get eight hours of sleep. I mean, mm. you're doing challenges and the Australia Survivor has more physical challenges. So there's a bigger chance of you getting hurt. It's also a chance that, hey, you're not living up to what your partner think you should. It's, it's a lot of dynamics going in there. So I would say if you could balance that emotional part out with the lack of food, the lack of sleep, the social game, you got a good shot. So I do like Alex and Jay on that because they've already went through a tidal wave of emotions uh, in a breakup with another somebody dating somebody in your family. <laughs> so. Last question I have, and I'm going to ask this for, maybe I should have gave you a heads up that I'm going to like ask these for every, you know, can, every castaway, every pairing. And that's who do you think makes it farther? And what is your prediction in terms of pre-merge, merge, final five, whatever, how, whatever you think, I'll go ahead and say, it says right here, and I noticed this too, Alex seems to be, he's the super fan of this group. He wants to play. He wants to go in guns ablaze, and he wants to make moves. He wants to be a dangerous threat, and Jay's kind of more the laid back. You know, he still likes Survivor, but he's not going to be, you know, as as hard as Alex goes. Um, and I think I'm going to say, I, I think Jay's going to go farther in this game. Surprisingly, I think 
Survivor super fans can come out a little too strong at times and um, really dig themselves their own grave. Uh, so I'm going to say Jay, Jay goes farther. Uh, I mm, He's going to go right before the merge or right after merge. That's my prediction. I look at it, you know, each super fan wants to go in with a knowledge of the game. Mm-hmm. I have a knowledge of the game. And you do. You get the chance to now with the modern era to go back and look at YouTube footage, to evaluate different games, strategies, everything else. The only thing that you don't have is your actual try. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the difference when you go into the game. I think if Jay goes in there and he says, okay, I just want to maneuver through the first couple of vote outs if we have to vote, I think he'll be all right. I think okay. if Alex goes in there, guns are blazing. He makes it a couple of rounds. He gets voted out. He becomes <laughs> yeah. an early threat. Okay, so we see how you're playing. And with, with, with 24 castaways, you got a little more time on each tribe to kind of develop a social relationship. Mm-hmm. On season 41, we were broken into three tribes. So mm-hmm. you had no time to really There was no place to hide. Yeah, no, yeah, There was no hiding on uh, three tribes. <laughs> two tribes, you could hide for a, a few votes. Probably two or three, yeah. Yeah, just to kind of get your footing. So... Guns of Blazing will still put a, you know, put a bullseye on your back. But Jay, just kind of lay back and see what's what, kind of get your social game together. I think he's going to do a lot better. I, I couldn't agree more. All right. Next up, we've got, I really hope I don't butcher his name, <laughs> but we have Amy. <laughs> I'm not even going to try the last name. Amy, and I'm going to guess it's just Con. <laughs> Con. Yeah. So let me just read this again. Amy and Con are set to put their closeness under a microscope charming and disarming amy is ready to make a name for herself after living in her older brother's shadow while khan has a burning desire to win the title of soul survivor and don't be fooled he's willing to do whatever it takes and if it means he has to lie cheat and steal to get there okay so these are siblings and we talked the other day about being a provider of the tribe and you know that's going to buy you you know, pass in the survivor world. If you can provide for the tribe, we saw Nasir in your season provided for the tribe. Everyone loved him. Um, they were like, well, we can't do this without Nasir. So we've got Khan is a, is a professional cook, professional chef. So I imagine he'll be doing, yeah, he was on master, master chef, uh, Australia. So he's a professional chef. And then Amy is, uh, oh, I just saw it earlier. Um, I think I still have it pulled up here. Yeah, Amy is something in her own right. Yeah, here it is. Can you still see me, by the way? I can still see you. You're good. Oh, awesome. Uh, she's a beaut. I'm going to say this wrong. <laughs> she does beauty stuff. Beautician. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think they're, they're both going to provide for the tribe. They've got that sibling bond. We know that's super strong most of the time. Me and my brother, if we went on the show, we'd rip each other to shreds. <laughs> but no, usually, get, we would vote each other off. <laughs> I, I would do it just, I wouldn't even think it through. Um, but I think these two can do really well in the game, personally. Uh, I watched um, some video on them and everything, and I, I just have a seek like a sneaky suspicion that one of these two goes really far. I'm talking like final five in the game. I'd love to hear your thoughts. You know what? I agree with you on that one. Um, I see the brother going further than the sister. And I the do. Only, yep. The only reason that is, well, it's two, it's, it's two separate reasons. I'll put it this. If you can provide any type of comfort, it almost acts as a shield because you're not the first target. Well, you can actually fish but you can actually find something to actually make the fish taste better <laughs> you know, yeah yeah plain, plain coconut gets kind of old um 
and you're living and you can do stuff off the land for the tribe. So you can help the tribe be more victorious and challenges. Not saying the sister couldn't go far, but her strategy has to be different. Yeah. She has to say, okay, what can I do or where do I fit in? If she finds a place to fit in and makes it to the merge, I, I see them going pretty far. I'm nervous about I'm nervous about Amy and this whole, you know, she wants to get out of her brother's shadow. Kind of. I I think that could put a lot of pressure on yourself, especially entering a game of Survivor where you already have so much pressure to perform um, and you're already under so much stress. I This is going to sound repetitive, but I, again, worry about her coming in too strong, you know, coming into the game like she's got something to prove. Well, the good thing about it is being on the other tribe, she has a certain amount of time to establish herself. So if mm-hmm. she takes the strategy and establish herself and gets a good alliance, she may come in the stronger of the two and end up winning out over the brother because she's developed that relationship in her own tribe. Mm-hmm. Separately, they're going to all have to figure it out their own way. So even when we were on three separate tribes, you have to figure it out. Then once you get to the merge, then there's a whole different dynamics that you have to say, okay, I've never met these uh, individuals. Now I've got to figure out which one can I trust. And you want to go into merge strong, no matter what season of Survivor you ever played in, you at least want to go into the merge. Now, the mm-hmm. merge could self-destruct after that, which it has. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you want to go into the merge strong. So I think if she established herself in that very first tribe that she's in, I think she's going to go pretty far. I like her brother, but I like her brother because he can use the ability to, pro- to provide as a shield. Mm-hmm. Any, little, any little thing in Survivor helps you. And that's the thing yep. about it is. Any little thing helps you. Well, I found pepper. Especially if it's food related. Yeah, if it's food related. <laughs> everybody's happy to eat. I, I've never met anybody on Survivor that wasn't happy to eat something. Yeah. Um, so at the, at the end of the game, you want to be there at the merge. And if your loved one's on the other side, you're going to count it as a bonus. But you got to make it to your own tribe first. For those of you who are watching, um, if you didn't know or you're new to the game of Survivor or new to Blood versus Water, uh, they are starting on opposite tribes. I know Abraham's mentioned it, you know, that kind of shield. You're not on the same tribe at the beginning uh, as your loved one. Uh, so, yeah, that's usually how they do it. You usually have to wait till at least a, a tribe swap until we get some uh, pairings together. Um, real quick on on before we move on. I think you mentioned it, but what's your what's your final prediction right here? <laughs> Who makes it farther? How far do you think they they go? You know what? I, I'm going to go with the sister. I'm going to go with Amy. I like oh, her really? getting pretty far. I, I think what's going to happen is her brother is going to go and he's going to make it to the merge. But I think Amy's going to set her strategy up and she's going to go far. I'm going to pick Amy. Okay. Okay. I, I got to stick with Khan. I got to. I think we're going to see how this is going to pan out, but I'm going with Amy. I think both of them could make it super far in the game. I hope we're not wrong. We're probably going to be super wrong on a lot of these predictions. <laughs> yeah, you, but, you, never, you never know what the game is about. Yeah, I'm going to go Khan and I'm going to say he makes final five. Um, all right. From one sibling pair to the next, we've got Andy and Kate. Um, Andy and Kate. After Kate pushed Andy to apply for Australian Survivor Champions versus Contenders, I actually am watching that right now, and I just finished the episode where he got eliminated. Um, not only is it Andy's shot at redemption, but Kate hopes to make her own mark on the game. Planning to use his skills as a professional poker player to read people, Andy's also ready to try and play a more honest, fun, and good-natured game this time around. This is someone that I know a lot about, Abraham. Andy. Like I said, I'm watching the season. He just he just played. 
<clears throat> excuse me. And uh, yeah, he did not do too well. He finished 12th. <laughs> he, you know, he didn't do the best. His biggest problem on the season was he was chaotic. He was all over the place. He was playing both sides almost the entire game. Uh, he never really stuck 100% to his alliance. And it got to the point where it bit him in the butt. <laughs> um, um, so that that was his biggest problem. He wanted to be, I don't want to say a villain, but he wanted to be, you know, the person in control of the entire game. And we all know watching Survivor, yeah, we all want to be in control, but sometimes it's better to sit back, let the top dogs take each other out, and then strike. I think Erica's a great example. Most of the season, she kind of sat back. Erica played a great game. I mean, it's just survivors about timing. Some things happen and you have nothing to do with it, mm -hmm. but you get but you get credit for it. Like Ricard voted out Shane. Yeah, and you perfect never, timing. Perfect timing, but you never saw it until you saw the actual airing of the show. Mm -hmm. And I think where Andy has the upper hand in this one right here, he can go back and watch himself. Yeah, and he can see where he's made mistakes. But here's the X factor. There's a whole new group of people. The tribe that he played with before, okay, now somebody actually coming in this season could actually go back and look at Andy too and say, this guy's going to be all over the place. So mm -hmm. if he can taper that down, use his poker reading skills, we're going to see how that works out. Because <laughs> uh, if everybody was good at reading poker, people would go in more. But anyway, um, we're going to see. I I'm going to go with Andy comes in and plays a different game. He, he he's gonna he's gonna have to. I know he said it says he wants to be more honest, fun, and good natured. I hope he goes in because he is a he he said this on his season. He's a survivor super fan, just like a lot of us. He was so ready to play the game. Like every time something happened, they get his confessional where he's like, "This is survivor. Like this is what I wanted." I hope he goes in this time and he just has a fun time. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy the game. Be glad that you're there. Be glad you're getting another opportunity. And I'm interested to see what his, what his sister can do as well. Maybe she learned from his mistakes. I'm um, pretty sure he talked to her about it and was like, hey, here's, here's something that you're not going to do. But his sister is his sister. She's going to have her own approach. Mm -hmm. but, but here's the thing. Andy knows how it feels to be out there and on Survivor. He, he went out 12, so he was there quite yeah. a while. And he understood how the dynamics of the game. And you can pass on that information. Just the same thing with Sandra and her daughter. You can tell somebody about Survivor, mm -hmm. but you have to feel Survivor. And once yep. you feel it, you can be like, no, I'm going home. This this rain is not for me. Or <laughs> I, I took an injury on a challenge. So I'm, I'm interested to see how his sister, once she actually is out there, how she feels about the game of Survivor when she's actually in it. Yeah. What's your what's your final prediction for Andy, Andy and Kate here? I'm going to go with Kate. I, I, I agree. Okay. I don't think he makes it very far just because of that history and everything. And I'm going to go with Kate. Here's the shocking thing. I don't think either one makes merge. I think Kate makes merge. You think Kate makes merge? I, I think she makes merge. Um, and here's the reason why I, I think she has enough information from her brother to realize what not to do. Because she has yep. the opportunity to go back and look at his season as well and be like, I don't want to play like that. And we don't know when you get to the merge how they're going to treat you. So yep. your brother's not there. You may not be a, uh, you might not have that mark on your back of, oh, a target. So I'm, I'm going to go with Kate. I think she makes it to the merge. Well, we're going to take a super quick break here. 
um, and then come right back in to finish this all off. We we got through the first three, and I think we're we're setting a good pace. So we'll be right back, guys. Don't forget to follow the Survivor Now podcast on Instagram and subscribe. Well, welcome back, guys. Uh, so next up, we've got Ben Watson and Shalil LaJoy, I think. <laughs> ben Watson. Ben Watson. Partners. So here we go. Partners Ben and Shalil realize the value of having each other on their survivor journeys, especially when the going gets tough. Standing at 6'4", Ben is a standout in the crowd kind of guy and has a drive to win. He hopes to be a player who is a beast at challenges, but also someone the tribe trusts. All right, I'll let you go first. I feel like I've been kind of hogging like the, let me get my words first. Let me hear what Abraham has to say about Ben, and I'm just going to say Shay, Ben and Shay. Ben and Shay. <laughs> I'm going to go back to comfort. If, if you get a comfortable night's sleep or a decent night's sleep, you know, it works out better for you. At his height, I can tell you I'm 5'9". And sleeping on bamboo that's not smooth. I'm 5'11", so I feel that. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm not going to get a good night's sleep. I'm just going to get something that looks like sleep. Yeah. And, and, and the, the actual emotions and the physical stuff factors in. And the bigger you are, the more you feel. You know, okay, you're pretty tall, guy. Uh, the Were you the one? Were you the one the other day when we were talking, um, say that, you know, the bigger guys, I heard this somewhere, the bigger guys, they need more food. They need more nutrition and stuff to keep going. <laughs> that was James and China. <laughs> that's right. That, that's right. I remember James, you telling me about that, though. James came up with the banana etiquette. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that I just had to put that on. out there. I just had to put that there. Okay, you guys, <laughs> go back. So, um I, I like him, I, you know, when it's come to challenges and stuff like that, but it's that, that comfort side that's going to come into play. How comfortable can you get to get a decent night's sleep? You know, it's, it's being tall is not a factor for voting you off survivor, but it is a factor for you trying to maneuver through survivor. Some of the challenges, you know, you're kind of, you really don't kind of fit like everybody else yeah. uh, based off the average size. But I think that if they both can make it to the merge, I think it's going to be a compliment for both of them. I think they're going to come in to play. I, I like the couple. I like the couple. Mm-hmm. Now, whoever whoever gets emotional is going to break this up. I I see them working. I don't see them turning on each other. I'm going to be honest with you here. Um, this is not like a partner group that I see turning on each other. I feel like I just got very loud. <laughs> Turn that down a little bit. Um, no, I. are we nervous about Challenge Beast here? Are we nervous about him being like a Joe or a Malcolm and not really getting to play the game because people want to vote him out the, in, the first chance he doesn't win an individual challenge? I think if you play a good strategy, you'll sit back and ride his coattail if he's good at challenges. Mm-hmm. And you'll say, okay. You're talking like a tribe it. standpoint. On the tribe standpoint, take yeah. the tribe as far as you can on your back. And then once you get to the merge, if you see that he's a threat to your game and your strategy, then I would look to vote him out. But Shay says herself that she's emotional. Mm-hmm. Not saying emotions are a bad thing, but they also can, need to be used at the right time. You can't you look, run your game through emotions. Yeah. If you look back at our season where Deshaun was emotional at times, Shan was emotional at times, but emotions themselves can also be good strategy. Mm-hmm. You, could blow up, you could blow up at the right time and everybody feels sorry for you. Yeah. But if you're constantly emotional, people are going to say, hey, I'm going to distance myself. Or they might not want to play with you because – 
you you might be a loose cannon. So I think <laughs> if I think if Shay can temper the emotions, but that's also gonna come down to the environment, the people. And I tell everybody, survivor on the chair is way different than survivor in the game. Mm-hmm. You, you gotta say, okay, you know what? I am starving. <laughs> <laughs> that's a feeling I don't get at home, no. And you still have to play. You still have to get up the energy to to do a challenge. So I think Ben is going to look out for if she if both of them make it to the merge. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say Ben makes it to the merge, but I'm going to say Shay doesn't. Mm. I, I think they're both going to make merge. Uh, the tribe swap makes me nervous. I think, I don't know, my gut, I'm just going with gut feeling here. I think the tribe swap might be a, something that gets either of them. I, I think they're both definitely going to make it to a tribe swap. Um, if If one of these two, I do think, I do have to agree with you. I think Ben goes farther. Um, but if one of these two turns on the other, who would you put money on? <laughs> who, who do you think would be that person that turns? I don't know how you go back home as partners and, and deal with that. Cause we know there's some sour feelings after getting voted off or something. I, uh, I'm going to go and say Ben is Ben got a lot of shivery and he would sacrifice himself for her. Yeah, I, I was I was gonna say I feel like Shay would stab Ben in the back. <laughs> I feel yeah, like I, I think <laughs> we're trying to break him up before they even start the game. <laughs> I'm trying not. Oh yes. man, if you're watching this, no, we're not trying. <laughs> After a round of Survivor, they're no longer a couple. No, that's not what we're saying. <laughs> no, uh, no. What we're saying is I think Ben is a stand-up type of guy that would sacrifice himself for her and, and, and anybody. He 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 has that going for him. Um, it's a it's just a matter of how you get in that game and when you actually out there how you play. So should, yeah, should be should be interesting to watch here. So that is our uh, feelings on Ben and Shay. Isn't that a that's a band, right? I feel like that's a band. Ben and Shay. I think that's a country band. I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, next up, we've got uh, in-laws and two people who I look in-laws. at as. Yep. It, I've got Chrissy's Chrissy Zarimba and Michael Croc Crocker. Uh, two people who I'm very uh, interested in watching this this season. Let me give you the rundown. While Chrissy may not have a lot of survivor knowledge, she is playing with Croc to t- keep his dream of being part of the game alive. Croc's strengths in the game will be his physical strength, uh, observation skills. He will build genuine relationships and uh da, 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 sorry i lost my spot <laughs> find out what makes people tick how they behave and then make big moves and when the time is right to eliminate his bigger threats so it sounds like croc is the super fan here and watching this video he states i love survivor i love the game i study the game while chrissy is someone coming in you know she's here to have a good time and everything uh compete with croc but she might not know as much about the game as Survivor. How do you look at these two, Abraham, and how they're going to... Chrissy doesn't know what she's getting herself into. <laughs> how this is going to play out. I love Croc. Uh, mm. Croc's coming from that rugby side of the house, so he's going to be a physical threat. He's going to be a challenge. He goes. He's going to be one to help his team win. Yeah. Now, that, that, I was thinking the same thing. Like Before pre-merge like merge and everything, I think Croc is going to be a powerhouse. I think he's going to have a good time. I think he's going to come out there and he kind of embodies that. I'm on Survivor and I'm going to enjoy every moment of it and I'm going to have a good time. 
Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it kind of takes a little bit of the stress off of you about strategizing all the time. If you're saying, hey, let's just go out here and have fun. But I understand I got to have some strategy. And I think Chrissy is where his strategy comes in at. I think okay. if they make it to the merge, they're definitely going to be the couple to beat. One, I, I agree. The in-laws, they already know about they know about each other. So and they're playing for loved ones. And they, I think they're going to feed off of that. In the video, they talked about their loved ones. So I think they're going to feed off of that. But I like him being from the – I like that that soft and that that roughness. So it's, it's kind I think of, it's a good combo. Maybe – I was going to say good cop, bad cop, but I think they're both good cops. It's just you've got the strength and you've got the uh, the brains, I think. And it's, it's going to be interesting. I want to see what Chrissy we get here. Are we going to get Chrissy that is coming in? She doesn't know too much about the game, so she's just going to play, right? And are we going to get Chrissy that, you know, kind of lies under the radar, makes it to the merge? Because we can assume that Croc talked to her and everything and said, look, this is what you can expect and all that um, from the fan side of things. But are we going to get the Chrissy that, you know, kind of lays low? Or are we going to get the Chrissy that literally knows nothing about the game and gets voted off rather early? Um, you're, you might I'm be shocked to, here. Go ahead. I'm going to compare Tiffany to it. She has a teacher's background. Okay, that's so a good. I'm, that might be a good comparison. That is a good quality to have because you're used to talking to people, and you're used to talking to different types of people. So she's going to have that skill set to come in there and communicate, which is one of the biggest things on Survivor. Can you communicate with everybody on your tribe and make them mm-hmm. feel like they're the center of attention in that conversation? And being a teacher, she's going to bring that. But I think she has that part of the Survivor game where she's going to play. She's going to communicate and they're going to, they're not going to perceive her as a threat where Croc, they're automatically going to perceive him as a threat. Mm-hmm. So he has to see how he's going to fit into his tribe to be valuable to his tribe, but now also have an X on his back that says, Hey, vote him out because he may become a problem down the road. I think it's a good team up. I think this is probably the best team up. They're mm-hmm. not my, they're yep. not my number one pick, but they're definitely in the top five is making it to that particular. Is, part it, of the game. is it crazy to think that, they're not my winner pick. We'll get to that a little later. I do. I told you uh, before we started the podcast, I really like Croc. Like, I think Croc's going to be really entertaining. Uh, but is it crazy to think that one of these two could win the game? No, it's not. And I, and I, I like their dynamics. It's all really kind of in this particular situation is, can they make it through their own tribes? Can they mm-hmm. get through their own tribes and make it to the merger? I think if they make it to the merger – and they partner up with another family Duo. couple. Yep. I, I think this is going to be the team to beat. I think they'll play a game where let's get to the, the, the final four and then everybody for themselves. Who goes farther? Chrissy or Croc? Chrissy. You think Chrissy? <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna agree not going to see her as a threat. They're like, well, she's yeah. not a threat. If you're looking to vote one of those two off because you're like, those two are dangerous together, are you going to pick Chrissy or are you going to choose Croc? Personally, if I I'm, think you're going to choose Croc. If I'm trying to win Survivor and I need to sit in front of the jury and show that I'm competitive and I can beat the strongest player, I would vote Croc out. But if I'm playing strategy, I I would vote Chrissy out because it may come down to what he says, hey, she made it this far. She's made it just as far as Croc has made it. Mm -hmm. And she didn't have to do a lot of the things that he had to do. So in a strategy, I think emotion comes into play when you talk about the jury sometimes and they forget that the game is outwit, outplay, outlast. Yep. They don't say how you have to They're do worried it. about the jury. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some different dynamics to that, but I like that couple right there. All right. Moving on from the in-laws. This is an interesting one. 
our first father and daughter, basically parent and child, uh, David Goodchild and Brianna Goodchild. Brianna is competing for the title of Soul Survivor alongside her father, David. Brianna says her dad is the skull crusher, uh, the guy who is going to lay down the law while she is the entertainer and social butterfly. As a project manager at a construction firm, David knows himself to be very strategic. He believes in getting the lay of the land, being flexible, and making tough, ruthless calls when need be. All right, I'll, I'll just put it out there. I don't see David voting out Brianna. I don't see no. it. I, I think David is, from what I'm hearing and what I've read on many articles and the videos I've seen, Brianna is like the super fan of this group. Um, and I think this is going to be a great family um, trip for them. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a great experience. I think Brianna is sneaky. I was looking before you joined back on. I was looking at who do I think is going to win this? I think Brianna's got a chance, um, depending on what type of player she ends up being. On the other hand, David, I don't see personally much from David other than if they make the merge together, he's going to be her rock or if they get switched together, he's going to be her rock. But other than that, I don't see much coming from David, honestly. Um, what's your opinions on these two? You know, the, the father-daughter duo is a little different than the Sandra-daughter-mother duo. You have a daughter yourself, so this is I, like... I, I do, yeah. and she would vote me out in a minute. Um, I love that kid. <laughs> so, uh, but here's you would tell her to. You would tell her before you go out. You'd be like, don't. <laughs> I, I, I would say, you know, if, it, if it comes down to it and it's a vote, vote vote me out yeah and the thing about it is you, you when it comes to siblings and when it comes to fathers and daughters you want them to live that dream as well he's going to be able to hold his own on his tribe mm -hmm. but it's going to eventually come down to it you're going to eventually have to vote out one of them and i think when it comes down to it if she makes it through the gauntlet gets to the survivor and gets to the merge i think that she's going to say hey dad we already know you're going to vote out it's going to be an emotional vote out I yeah see oh yeah Dad had to vote you out. But I think it's an acceptable one where he's protective of his daughter and he wants to see his daughter go forward in this game. And it's just a part of Survivor. I mean, it's the greatest dynamics of Survivor. You have a, a father-daughter duo. Somebody has to be voted out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think she, so, she would tell him? Because I could see it. I could see her going to him and say, look, you're, you're the vote tonight. And I don't think he'd <laughs> blow it up. That's the, the crazy thing. I don't think he'd be like, oh, shoot, I got to... I got to turn the vote on her. I think he'd be like, you know, oh, you know, we had a great time out here. I, from what I can tell, he's got a really sweet heart and I think he's there for his daughter. Yeah. I will say if the vote was going any direction, he would not want to vote her out, but he would accept her voting him out. Yeah. So in, in the big scheme of things, I think their, their thing now is, can I make it to the merge? So we even have that opportunity mm -hmm. because I think again, Whoever makes it to the merge and they make it with the right other castaways, they're going to make it into the top four before yeah. they have to start cannibalizing themselves. But I think he's going to have a good time. I think he's out there to have a good time and she's going to play the game of Survivor. And mm -hmm. I think they'll make a good team when they come back together, if they make it back together. I think we, That's the only thing. Yeah, I think we both agree that Brianna or Brianna is going to go farther in the game. Do you see either one of them making the merge? I see, I see Brianna making the merge. But not not David? You don't think they get to the merge together? See, it's 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 always dicey when you're yeah, when see he's coming from a program manager background. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to suppress leading something. It's hard for you to sit back and say, Well, I'm just gonna let it happen. 
Because somewhere in you, all those walls drop. Either those walls drop because you're hungry, those walls drop because you are a, a little more emotional than you mm-hmm. normally are because the elements have changed you a little bit. Because yeah. I can say to myself, I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. And I was out there, I was like, don't cry. <laughs> <I'll be all laughs> it, it'd be fine. Well, real, I'd be like, you'll be okay. Uh, but <laughs> you're a little different out there when you're playing the game of Survivor. So I think that if he can manage that leadership thing and kind of let things come to him versus having that desire to take over like Andy would and go all over the place, mm-hmm. he can make it to the merge. But if not, they're going to vote him out. Okay. It'll be interesting to watch that uh, that duo work together because um, I think we both agree he ain't he's not turning on her. <laughs> no, no father, father, not turning on door. All right. Oh, you know I've been ready to talk about these two. I bet you could already tell who I'm talking about. Uh, Jesse Hansen and Jordy Hansen, two Jesse brothers. Hansen is Jordy Hansen. Uh, Jordy is the one with the the mustache and the uh, overalls in the picture that I, I that you guys will have on screen and everything. All right, Jesse has a tight bond with his older brother, Jordy, who is playing alongside him. And although the two claim to be polar opposites of each other, they are dedicated to becoming the perfect team. As a landscaper by trade, Jordy is used to digging holes and getting himself out of them. And despite the ease of which he makes friends, Jordy knows Survivor is about more than just being mates and is about understanding people on a deeper level. All right, the dynamic brother duo, Jordy okay. and Jesse, I am Abraham. I am so excited to watch these two. I've heard, when you asked me who my favorites are, Crocs up there, but these two, I'm I'm super excited. Look, this is my this is my two to win. Oh, oh okay. First and second. All right. And here's the thing about it is, if you look at their their promo videos, they already said we're competitors against each other, but we love each other. Yeah. And I think I think that's going to be the key to it right there, where they're going to battle to the end. You can go to the med station, get you some stitches. Come on back. We're going to keep battling, but I'm going to take you to the med station. Yeah, that's, what yep. they, that's what I get. That's the vibe I get from them. Now, what do they bring to the game? Landscaper. So, again, you bring something that to shelter. your tribe. Yeah. Oh, that shelter is crucial. Um, ask my back. Uh, the shelter, one being an athlete, both of them being athletic. I think it's just going to be really great to see them on film, just going at it with each other, but at the same time being brothers. In in the, in the promo video, they showed where like these two were going head to head in like a very physical, it was in muddy waters and stuff. And I'm like, that's going to be all season. And it's going to be an incredible battle. And you want your tribe to to foster that and be like, no, we know he can take his brother. Yeah. So we, if we let him go, we vote him out. We have nobody to go against the brother. It's like Croc. If it's a physical challenge and Croc is gone, you're like, okay, well, we have a chance. So, but you got two opposite teammates going, family members going at it. It's going to be critical they make it to the merge together. If they make it to the merge mm-hmm. together, if they don't make it to the merge together, I still have one of these for my top two. And I think, I think Jesse, if I read it correctly, Jesse's a triath, like a triathlete is what I saw. Yeah, they got him down. He's a triathlete, so he has that endurance built in. So he's going to come in and say, hey, endurance-wise, I think I can last you out. But remember now, Survivor for Australia is 47 days. Yeah, it's so long. It's, it's an endurance. It's a little longer than the 29 days that we had to do in uh, Fiji, but it's nevertheless still Survivor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
I, I like this duo here. I like I think they're going to be ones to really enjoy, go at it, and bring that survivor to the screen for us. So I'm going to enjoy watching them. Who's who's your pick? You said one and two. If you had to flip a coin and you go in Jesse, so the blonde with like the 80s look, or you go in Jordy? I'm going to go with Jesse. I'm going to go Jesse. with Jesse. Okay. I, I think I agree I, with I'm going to go with Jesse. I think both of them make merge. I would be shocked if both these – both these brothers don't make merge. And I agree with you hundred percent. I think if they work together and they can get in an alliance with someone else, I think you're looking at possibly a, the, the duo to go the farthest. They, they if nothing else, they're going to be excited. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I I'm agree. Forward to regardless. Well, we can go on to this next group uh, cousins, our first cousins group. And I think they could be interesting too. I, I will say out of everyone, I think I know about these two, the least. Um, and that's Jordan Schmidt and Josh uh, Milgate. Uh, so Jordan is playing with his cousin, Josh. And between the two, Jordan is the one who will be diving in head first. Although they are cousins, Jordan and Josh say their relationship is closer than most brothers. Jordan's ready to push himself both physically and mentally as far as he can when he hits the mat to see what it, he is truly made of. Um, I got to remember, they put the names and stuff out of orders. I think Jordan's the one with the hat, the more built one of the two if i remember i i might have mixed them up there but uh uh what do you think about these two cousins they say they're closer than brothers um they look physically fit um and i mean so it says uh jordan's the one who's diving in head first so he must be the one who doesn't know quite as much uh about the game so what do you think well they got they got josh down as an armchair survivor Mm -hmm. and it's it's Reality sinks in pretty quick when you actually start that. When you start the process of survivor, reality sinks in pretty quick. There is nobody feeding you. There is nobody coming out to relieve you. You know, you have to go through the process of being a survivor. I only give one of these two an opportunity to make it to the merge. Okay. I think they're going to vote out the other one. And I think they may get voted out because they realize I am now in the game of survivor. I am not on the armchair anymore. And this is reality is hitting me. Yeah, it's different. It's different. The sandbags on season 41, when we did the second challenge, mm-hmm. they're quite they was they was really heavy. <laughs> they <laughs> they're heavier than what they look like on TV. Sometimes I watch that and I'm like, man, are they really that heavy? I can tell you from firsthand experience, they're really that heavy. <laughs> and when you get into an Australia survivor is even more physical than the US mm-hmm. survivor. Yep. So when you start getting into the mix of Survivor and you're there for several days and you start feeling your body starts feeling it, I'm only going to say they make surprises, but it looks like only one of these is going to realize I'm in the game of Survivor and I want to continue. I think there's a chance neither one makes merge. I think I'm it'll be close. It. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not giving them a lot of I'm not giving them a lot of credibility. And if I meet you guys, I hope you all go far. But I'm looking at you on paper. I'm looking at your videos. Yeah, talking a good game, but <laughs> it was it was a lot of people talking a good game. I, mean, I was gonna say, Abraham, you know, you can talk <laughs> a good game till you know the cows come home, but once you get on that island, it all goes out the window. All out the window, and they just they hey they make surprises, but right now I'm I'm gonna say they don't make it to merge. You never know. I said Xander was gonna be yeah. a top three person voted off. I said Xander, <laughs> so like you can be way wrong about these uh predictions that's what makes it fun and everything we can look back and see how we did but uh you said maybe one make squeaks into the merge i could probably i could probably get behind that it's going to be close uh who do you say do you say jordan or josh you know what i'm gonna go with josh i'm gonna say josh was squeaked by he's a trainer 
Um, Jordan is the pilot of the group. So he's a trainer. So he has a little more whereabouts to say, okay, I can prepare and I can kind of go far if I just kind of pace myself. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're going to see. I think, I'm, you know what? I'm going to put them as my, 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 my possibilities. Possibil- my possibilities. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Jordan just because I can. And I can go against yeah, yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that's what it is, anyways. It's a toss-up. All right. Well, moving on from two cousins, we go to KJ Austin and so I'm I think it's Sophie. I think it's just Sophie. KJ Austin and Sophie Kasha or Kashia. I'm gonna butcher it. I apologize. <laughs> All right. As a, what was that? Sophie and KJ. Oh, yeah. Sophie and KJ <laughs> as a survivor super fan. We don't have enough of those. <laughs> As a survivor super fan, Kate, also known as KJ, comes armed with knowledge she has taken on after watching past seasons and is excited to play with her younger sister, Sophie. Two very different people. KJ is hoping to use some of Sophie's traits to help her in the game as Sophie is a driven businesswoman who doesn't take no for an answer. Well, Sophie, let me just tell you about the game of Survivor. You're going to have to take no uh, every once in a while if you're going to succeed in that game. And I've seen businesswomen come and go, and it is hit or miss. If a businesswoman comes in and she can play kind of, uh, you know, she can lie low while still controlling it. We've seen them play really well, but then we've seen businesswomen or women come in and just basically talk themselves out of the game because they want to control everything. Uh, so I'm interested to see which way this goes here. Oh, this is, this is, you know what, Sophie and KJ, I like them both. Yeah, I do but too. I'm, I'm gonna have to give the nod to KJ just because mm-hmm. I think her social game is gonna be better. Because here's the thing about it is we we laughed about this on the island. People that had social games through social media was different than people who had social games through personal contact. Where KJ has actually a personal contact with being an ex-flight attendant, she's actually dealt with, talked to, and communicated with people. So she's gonna have a better communication style, I think. So I'm gonna give her the nod. And I think she's going to make an emerge. Oh, yeah. I I don't know yet. I don't know if she can can assimilate into that survivor mentality and say, okay, I'm going to let this game come to me. If she lets it come to her, I think she'll make it to merge too. But if not, they're going to use her as a scapegoat. They're going to say, okay, let's go ahead and vote her out. Sophie and KJ, I like it. Yeah, I I don't know, man. This This one's tough for me because one of them is going to go really far. I'm talking like, I don't know what's telling me this. One of them's going to make final seven, final six. The other okay. one's, the other one's going to be one of the first four voted out. I agree. I'll and I, now. I don't know. I'm going to go KJ. I'm going to say KJ makes it far. No, away. no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 KJ yeah, 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 yeah. Um, KJ, she's, uh, I believe she's the blonde. Um, KJ is you nailed it. You absolutely nailed it. Her social skills are going to help her in this game. Uh, she knows the game well. As long as she doesn't come out guns a-blazing and, and too strong right off the bat, I think she can go far. And as I said, Sophie, coming in as a businesswoman, and a businesswoman who doesn't know the game quite as much as some of the other businesswomen who came in and knew the game and knew to lie low – you're just you're used to that business side of things right you're used to kind of taking control and leading stuff the direction you want them to go in and sometimes in the game of survivor that that's not gonna work um once you get on the island you know uh being out there people don't like to be told (laughs) what to do a lot of times grown people uh you know what 
if she can kind of say some things I don't have to be in charge of, she'll make it pass. But, mm-hmm. but it's hard because you got you got people that are used to being in charge, used yeah. to getting things done. Now you want to tell everybody, stop that approach. So you got people on both tribes that just stop trying to be in charge. It only lasts as long as you can stand it. Mm-hmm. And then at some point you say, okay, somebody has to be in charge. We got to have some direction. Those yep. challenges, when they sit there, they say, hey, you got to say the strategy. Who's going to do what on what challenge? You, you can't say, well, pick what you want because that might not work for you. So it's going to be interesting to see how, I think the first few episodes, we're going to be able to determine how far she can go. Mm-hmm. I'll, give I, her, I'll give her that. I'm very, episodes. very excited to talk about, like I said, look back at these. Once we get into the episode breakdowns and are able to just sit here and talk mm-hmm. about what we see and everything while the season plays out. So, I mean, we're coming to the home stretch here, Abraham. We got three more teams left. This has been fun. All right. Let's see. I know we've talked about these two a little bit. Former Survivor Australia contestants. Uh, season two, <laughs> a couple, yes. Husband and wife, they went on, they met on Survivor. They went on to have a child together, and now they are back. I'm talking about Mark Wales and Sam Gash. Mark was last seen on Australian Survivor Season 2, where he formed a power couple with fellow castaway Sam. The two fell in love, were married in 2019, and have had a son together. Last time Mark played Survivor, he thought being fit and strong would be enough to go far in the game, but he quickly realized this was not the case and that his social game would need to improve. He won't be making the same mistake twice. So they got voted off um, Season 2. Uh, for being a power couple, they were seen as a power couple. Will that, my first question, my head immediately went to, will that come back to haunt them again? Or will it not because everybody is a couple in blood versus water? So here, here's the thing. I would vote them off immediately. One, uh, really? you've, already, you've, you've already played Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> you've already had your chance. You've already played Survivor. It's my time. Yep. Um, but looking at Mark, I think Mark probably learned his lesson. Um, he's going to come out there with a better approach socially, I think. But ultimately, they do well in individual tribes. But I think ultimately, once they merge, they're not going to do as well. Okay. Because I think, I think they're going to fall back into being a power couple. And what's the first thing that happens in all power couples? Everybody looks to break them up. Yep. And, and even, now, though you have like, even though you have other couples, you have like siblings and cousins and all this you're still going to be looked at differently. You are still an actual, like, you know, husband and wife. You're a couple, you know, so it's just going to happen. You're going to be looked at differently. You're going to be cuddling when the cousins aren't cuddling in in the shelter (laughs) and stuff. You're going to be seen a lot more than when the cousin, just the example I'm putting out there. I I do see them having a tough time about it. And if Mark, if Mark hasn't improved his social game, because that's going to be his downfall because everybody's going to perceive that you can only talk to your wife. And yeah. now talking to your wife, how do we know we can trust it? What you're going to do? It, it's going to be pretty dicey for, you, for them to get through one because they played the game before. So to mm-hmm. have a heads up on some of the things that's going to happen during the course of the game, but ultimately they're going to also be looked at as a threat because they have played the game before. They have a lot more knowledge than anybody else has. And who would you gun for? Who's the easy marker out of all this? Well, they already played before. Let's vote them out. That's yeah, the yeah they've already had that experience. Emotionally, nobody feels bad for you voting out a, a player of a survivor that's been on their survivor before. Nobody feels bad. <laughs> so here's your vote. It's an easy first vote, too. I mean, if you're looking at that first tribal council, you need an, an easy vote out or whatever. Well, let's just vote them out. They've already played the game. They've already, yeah. 
yeah, they already know how to play. Let's get them out. Um, I, I think one can make the merge. I don't see both of them making the merge. Samantha could make it all the way. I think she'll make it. All I, the way. I agree with that. I agree. I think there's a chance for her. I think after we get past Mark, if Mark doesn't have a better social game, I would suspect suspect that he doesn't get out of his tribe. He yeah. doesn't even make it to the merge. So it's going to be – I think – I will say this right here. I'm looking forward to watching them because, mm. one, they played the game of Survivors before. Two, they are a power couple. They're coming in as a power couple. So I think their strategy should already be set on how they're going to maneuver through playing on opposite tribes and then when they come together for the merger. So – I think in this couple, this is going to be a couple to take a look at and see if they can overcome some of the obstacles from last time. Mm-hmm. I so agree. It's going to be pretty interesting. I think it's going to be super, super fun to watch them. It'll be see or interesting to see how they navigate uh, through the game and everything. Uh, well, we're going to actually have to take one more. Bl- blah. <laughs> I can't talk. You know, <laughs> one more break here. So grab, finish off your popcorn and come back uh, right after this break. We'll come back and finish out the last two teams where we're, we'll talk about who everyone wants to talk about. The queen is back. <laughs> we'll get to that right when we get back. Okay. Well, welcome back, everyone. Uh, we are here to finish off our cast assessment for Survivor Australia. Uh, I almost, yeah, blood versus water. I got blood and blood brain. versus water. <laughs> blood versus water. Uh, by the way, just a quick announcement: you can catch Survivor Australia Blood versus Water um, on Monday if you live in Australia on Ten Play. Uh, I believe it's seven thirty out there. Um, and this season is actually going to be on Paramount Plus, so it's going to be easy for us who are living in the states to catch survivor Australia. Now do not ask me if it's going to be available Monday night, which I've heard rumors. It will be available on Monday night, or if it's going to be like a next day type of thing where it comes on Tuesday, my guess would be Tuesday. I don't know many streaming services that literally put stuff on the night that they air, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But from what I hear, it's going to be on Paramount plus, which will be amazing. But uh, if you're just now joining us, where have you been the entire episode? I've got <laughs> I've got Abraham here uh, and we got two more teams to talk about. And yeah, we're going to get to who you guys all want to hear about. But first, we got to talk about the twins. So we got wow. Mel and Michelle, um, identical twins in their video. They say they are nine, like ninety nine point nine 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 percent identical. They even say they can feel each other's pains. So <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but what I have, everybody's pain is <laughs> yeah, that, that won't be fun. You'll have your pain and your <laughs> twins. No, thank you. Uh, Mel is playing with identical twin sister, Michelle, who she shares a twin connection with. They're able to know what each other are thinking and can even feel each other's pain. Mel is a survivor super fan who wears her heart on her sleeve, but is a keen strategist and loves the psychology behind the game. As a social butterfly, Mel makes friends easily and is planning to make alliances a key part of her game plan. So my mind immediately goes to please have these two be on the same tribe together, like tribe swap or something. And if I was playing with them, I would vote them out so fast because I'm looking, I'm looking at them here. I can't tell the difference. I, when I was posting, I was like, are their noses different? Like I can't tell the difference. And you got to think if you're on the same tribe together, Mel's just like, well, I've got this alliance. Michelle's like, I got this alliance. They could easily switch. And Michelle's like, here, let me just play you for a little bit. 
and then see how we go. I I think it's dangerous. Now I like the I like the twins. I like the twins. If you get if they're nine 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 point nine percent alike, you you get one, you get both. That's true. So at the end of the day, I'm so like, you would align with them. I would align with them. I'll put the twins on my team. Yeah, that's the out of everyone, the twins are the easiest ones. You're like, okay, well, if I convince one, I know I can convince the other. You one. got both of them, yeah. Or we're gonna find out pretty quick. Y'all may be twins, but y'all think on different spectrum. So thank you Ooh. for that one. But I, I like the twins. You think, think they backstab each? You think they backstab each other? Nope. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh nope. man, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they got it in them. I just I don't think they got it in. Them. I don't. I don't think. I think they can. They would join in, but they couldn't backstab their own sibling. I don't think they can do it. The only thing that would have been funnier is if they wore the exact same thing to North Queensland. And then you don't know, like if I'm voting for one of them, I'd just take a guess. Are we voting Michelle or are we voting Mel? Which one are we voting for tonight? <laughs> I, I will say if I was in a merger and I didn't have my loved one, they didn't make it over. They got voted out. I would align myself with the twins if they made it to the yeah. Merger. yeah. I, think, you think, I think it's almost like a two for one. I think you get one, you get the other one. You think both of them make make it to the merge? Um, I don't think either I, one makes it to the merge. I think they end up being the worst team. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say they're not going to be the worst team, and I'm going to say they're going to make it to the merge. And I, I'm going to even go so far to say they're going to influence the outcome of some votes. Okay. I'm, I'm, I think they're going to be that – that because they already got their strategic mindset in their background and what they do mm -hmm. for their jobs. So I, I think that they're going to go pretty far. I, okay. I, I don't see them get voted out before the merge. Would you but, put money? Would you put money on top five for one of them? Oh, top five, <laughs> one of them. Yeah. You know what? I would. You would. I'm telling you, they they two sets of twins. So uh, if your loved one gets voted out on the other side, and yeah. the twins make it, your best strategy is to align yourself with the twins. Abraham, one of us are going to be extremely wrong because you're saying they're going to do really well. I'm like, no, these two are out. I'm telling you, if I'm on an island, you have an identical twin that looks just like you. I'm not dealing with it. I'm voting you out. Look, Ren, I was just on an island. So that's a, that's a, I'm like, who would I take? I, 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 feel, you know, I feel real good about the twins. So I'm going to go with the twins. We're, we're going to see. We're going to see in the first couple of episodes. Because here's the thing. Right now, nobody has played the game of Survivor except for a few of the contestants. Yep. We're going to see firsthand when you're out there playing the game, how you emotionally and physically respond to now playing. See, right now it's easy because you're not really worrying about anything. Yep. So I want to see when they get out there and they actually have to feel those elements or they have to sleep on the beach or on the ground. And it's going to be really interesting to see how this all unfolds. But for right now on paper, <clears throat> the, the twins got more votes. All right. Well, we'll have to wait and see. And now it's the time that everyone's been waiting for. Let, oh, man. I'm sure we could talk in, uh, an entire hour on this. She is back after season 40 winners. I hey, I like that. Is that a pen? <laughs> They're my tribal torch. Uh, Sarah made us all tribal torches. So this is this is because in representation of U.S. Survivor. Go ahead, continue your announcement. This is my representation. <laughs> I'm just saying, we saw her last on Survivor 40, Winners at War, and she literally had an entire speech. I'm not even going to read this, this thing over here because we already know it. Like, I can go on forever, but she literally said, season 40 of Survivor, that this is it. I have ran my course. I think I've told my Survivor story. So I thought, along with everyone else, we would never see Sandra compete on another season. We've even heard Jeff say that 
well, I don't know if he actually ever said it, but rumor is he doesn't want to bring anyone back from the first 40 seasons. So this is, this was it for Sandra. And then they announced she's coming back. She's going to be on blood versus water. The second, thank you for pointing this out, Abraham, the second survivor us to compete on uh, Australian survivor. The last one was the great Russell Hans, great and controversial <laughs> Russell Hans. Um, yeah, <laughs> very controversial. Uh, and then, but this time she has backup in the form of her daughter, Nina, which that's not actually her name. I don't know if I, I forgot her actual name, but she goes by Nina. And so I'm going to pass the torch because I just saw you had one to you, Abraham. What do you feel about the queen? The first two time winner. She's got competition now in Tony who's won twice, but this is her chance to win a third time and just stamp her name as the greatest survivor player of all time. Besides Abraham, obviously. I'm looking at, hey, Sandra, this is epic. You have my vote 100%. I'm coming from the survivor from the same lineage as you coming from. So (laughs) go out there and represent. Um, I think think Sandra's going to have a good time playing. Mm -hmm. I think she's going to have a ball, and she's really going to embody the whole survivor thing. And then, like you said before, she's the second player to come from the U.S. survivor to come over and play in Australia. Now, there there will be a couple people looking at her, but – she will not be the main focus because you still have previous players from Australia survivors. So I think mm-hmm. she can kind of hide out a little bit. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I still think everyone's going to see her as the queen. And I think maybe the, maybe the only reason she did come back is because she saw this opportunity. And I, I truly think after winners at war, she didn't really have a desire to play again, but I think she saw this opportunity and she's like, wow, I could really do this with my daughter, you know, share something that's been so important and, uh, influential in my life and my family's life. So I think that's the reason she came back. I don't know what Sandra we're going to get. Are we going to get, uh, I mean, <laughs> I should say we're going to get ruthless Sandra. Is there anything else? She's going to be entertaining. You're not going to mess with her. Uh, but is she, is she going to be kind of more laid back, died down because she wants this experience with her daughter, Nina? No, I think Sandra's going to play Sandra's game. I think she'd I vote think Nina Sandra, out in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, you know what? I'm gonna go with the same, the same thing. Father, daughter, mother, daughter. I think that if it came down to it, Sandra would sacrifice herself. She's gonna say no. She's gonna say no. I'm not gonna do it. It looks good. It looks good. But I think she would want her daughter to be pushed forward and, and be able to say, okay, I have to vote my mom out, but I'm still in the game of Survivor. And her daughter doesn't have a bigger target on her back. Her mother has a target on her back. So Are we talking about the same Sandra here? Same Sandra. She's not <laughs> the same. Up. <laughs> I'm telling you, she's gonna get out there and she's gonna be like, hey, you know what? It's a little rainy here on day 30. I'm gonna go ahead and let this go. <laughs> so um if this this is gonna be by far when you're looking at both survivors, you're looking at the Australia survivor, you're looking at and you're comparing it to a US survivor, and can we play in their survivor or could they play in ours? And this is gonna be so much more interesting because. Sandra, now where you set out multiple challenges on multiple seasons, she's one, the all-time <laughs> leader, one of the all-time <laughs> leaders at sit, like, sit out. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Australian Survivor contestant perceive her trying to sit out on a challenge. So well, let me I think. Hold on, let me see here. Let me just say that Sandra Survivor. Let's see. So sorry to call you out, Sandra. She's one of the she's one of the leaders at the most sit outs in survivor history. We've already stated it several times, Abraham, that 
Survivor Australia is a different beast. The, the challenges are more physical. They're more tough on the, on the human body. Um, and Sandra's coming in as a 47-year-old hey, past hey, castaway. Hey. I can't hey. be 50 year old. I was, and I was dying. Hey, you were in great shape. I, <laughs> you don't, Abraham, you don't lead in sit outs. I, I don't see you sitting no. out on, on Survivor. I would have never sat out on any of the challenges. One, because I want to actually enjoy it anyway. So, but <laughs> yeah. I think, I think she has to, she has to do, she has to morph her, 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 her Survivor skill set. Russell got kicked out of Survivor for playing like Russell, and he had an idol. Yeah. So not only did he get voted out second, he got voted out with an idol around his neck because he went in with the same type of approach. When you're in Australia, New Zealand, different mindset, different culture, you got to take that into consideration. And Sandra has to take that into consideration. She's not playing U.S. Survivor. She's playing mm. Australian Survivor. If she masters that part of it, I think Sandra's going to get pretty far in the game. And if she makes it to the merge with her daughter, I give anybody that can make it to the merge and be with their loved one an opportunity to make it to the top yeah. four. Let me just say before we move, I, I really do want to talk about Nina a little bit here too. Um, let me just ask, do you personally think this is the last time we will see Sandra play the game Survivor? You know what? After going, if, if Sandra goes really deep <clears throat> into this game of Survivor, it, it, I would say yes. Because one, <laughs> Survivor takes a toll on you. Yeah. When you go out there and depending on where the location's at, the I'll give credit to the ones that were in China, Samoa. Some of those environments are a lot harsher on you. Yeah. Uh, Tony came back because he had um, different parasites in his stomach um, mm. when he played during his season. And depending on how you react mm. to the environment, it's going to be the determining factor. Now, saying all that, once we get back home and we sit down for a little while, guess what we're waiting for? Survival. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to go again. We need you back. I'll be there. <laughs> what date and what time? So... I don't, you know, I would never say no, but I think this might be the wrap up. I think this might be her swan song and she's going to do it. She had an opportunity to do it with her daughter, which is great. And I think after that, she's just going to go ahead and say, I'm done with Survivor. Here's the funny part. I think we may see her daughter on U.S. Survivor after this. I was going to say, I was, this might be the end of Sandra, but are we going to get Sandra 2.0? Because let me tell you, Abraham, I've watched these videos of Nina and she looks just as fierce as her mother, just as cold-blooded. I'd say that as a compliment. Uh, I I think Nina's a real contender here. I don't know if she can win it because this is her first experience, but I think I, I she would, could be dangerous. Uh, let's see. Here's the thing. From an experience of being on there, everybody looks like a killer until you actually get <laughs> So... I would say we will be able to tell in the first several episodes how deep Nina can go or uh -huh. how strategic she can be or what kind of strategy she employs. But at the end of the day, when you're not actually there, when they get there and that first couple of nights are they come in and reality sinks in, I think that's when we're going to say, here's the next coming of Sandra through Nina. And she'll mm -hmm. get her own title. But if she can't make it through the first few days, Nina's going to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, I think this is the first great example of, Survivor's been going on since. Did the first season air in '99 or 2000? The first season aired in 1999. I want to say '99. Uh, I think this is the first great example. I mean, we've had father-daughter duos on Blood versus Water and stuff, but this is the first version of second-generation Survivor star. Right? We grew up. We saw Sandra in multiple seasons, and 
like I said, we've had the father, daughter, mother, daughter. We've had those duos before, but it was just like, a, oh, I'm meeting the father for the first time. We know who Sandra is. And I could see Nina doing the same thing her mother did competing on several seasons. Maybe she's, you know, whenever Survivor US decides to do an all-star season again uh, after Nina's first season or whatnot. I know I'm probably thinking way too far ahead, but I'm just saying, if you get what I'm saying, I think this is our first experience at like true second generation Survivor, uh, Survivor player. Well, right, I'm going to put it to you like this. I would love to be on the season that uh, Nina's on. Yeah. We could be on the same tribe. We can work this out. That's how I look at it. So I'm mm. looking forward to seeing Nina come into the U.S. Survivor, and I'm looking forward to being on the same tribe. That's, yeah, that's, that's how I'm going to answer that question. <laughs> that, 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 would, that would be cool. Uh, so, yeah, uh, last question I have for Nina and Sandra. We've been doing it this entire episode. How far do they make it, and who makes it farther? Oh, that's – oh. I'm going to say that Sandra makes it to the merge mm. and Nina doesn't. Ah, oh, that hurt me. I think both make it to the merge. Actually, mm, I take Sandra that back. Had, Sandra knows what Survivor feels like. I'm telling you. You can't bet against Sandra, but you look at Sandra's performances past her two wins and they weren't great. They were okay. They were decent. They weren't great. Um, I just don't well, know if they let her make the merge. I think it's going to be, she's the queen. She's already won twice. I mean, they know that. And I think they're going to be, let's get her out. I, uh, I have a hard time believing Sandra I think, makes them. I, I think they're, somebody going to do the same thing. They're going to be like, okay, she's no threat. We know she's no threat. <laughs> if you go back to look at that, how Sandra won, she was no threat. Yeah. Also added into the whole mix by him being who he is a player in her winning. I would say that. Mm-hmm. But I think if she makes it to the merge, if her daughter makes it to the merge, I think they're going to be awesome. Mm. But her daughter has to get through her tribe. And that's what I think about a few of the castaways. They have to get through their tribe in order to even be successful and get close to making it to the winner. So if yeah. she makes it through, we'll see. I'm also nervous about Sandra and the whole chat. From what I see from Australian Survivor, they are very keep the tribe strong for these challenges. And I, I think Sandra could be a liability on the challenge end as well. I need to go to Australia then because I, I said that keeps the tribe <laughs> strong and I got voted out. Yeah, and you got voted <laughs> out for it. Yeah. No, but it should be really entertaining. So we got a few more things here, but there you go. We gave our thoughts and our predictions on all 24 castaways. It's going to be a super entertaining season. I'm so excited for it. Uh, I can't wait for it to start. Uh, I, I, the bad thing is I work Monday night too. So either way I'm watching it on Tuesday, but I'll be, <laughs> I'll be counting down the hours until I can watch it. So I've got a couple questions for you. Okay. Biggest survivor prediction, your biggest prediction for this season. And just to give you an idea of where I'm coming from, I'll give you mine. We are going to have a rock draw this season. That's my big prediction because I think just what you said earlier you have these duos. I think you're going to get to a point where you have these like duos head to head and they're not budging. And I think we will have a rock draw this season. Um, I think that we're going to see a lot of loved ones get voted out by loved ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A lot I of heartfelt so. vote outs. A lot of heartfelt, emotional vote outs, but for the tribes. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to try to stick together. And I think they're going to try to work together to get somebody in that spot as sole survivor. So it's going to be interesting to see which loved one makes it to the merge. I think the merge for blood versus water is the ultimate key to success for it. But at the end of the day, you can only have one sole survivor. I agree. I agree. Well, get ready for the toughest question of this entire podcast. 
Give me your winner pick. Hand it over. Who you got going uh, all the way? You know what? My winner pick is Croc. Croc? Okay. Croc so you're sticking with pick. it. Why do you think Croc? I like him. I like his interviews. And I like the fact that he says, I'm coming out to have a good time. Okay. To uh, me, that's the key. Just have a good time. Just have fun and everything. He's going to be good at challenges. Um, and he seems like he knows the strategic side of things. I'm interested to see his social game. This one's going to catch you off guard, and I'm sure a lot of people will laugh at this. I'm going to go Brianna. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go Brianna goes all the way. I'm looking through my notes now. You know what? You I'm change give it? Brianna top. Nope. I'll, I'll, I'll give Brianna top three. I think what's going to happen is Brianna's going to lose her dad. He's going to yeah, be voted out. That's going to be tough. And I think hit Brianna and Clark would make a good team after that. Oh, that'd be insane. That would be that would be really so, good. Well, I'm gonna say top three. There's there's our predictions. We've got Croc for Abraham and we've got Brianna for me. We'll see if either one of us will be correct. I'm sure we will be totally wrong. Uh 47 yeah, days coming up. So 47. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long schedule. Uh alongside Abraham and I, we also have Dylan who will be back and Will will be with us as well, joining us on some episodes. And we are going to be here covering every single survivor. So make sure again to go follow us on our Instagram page at Survivor Now Podcast, where you'll be able to keep up with when we are going live with our podcast and everything, because the schedule is going to be a little bit wacky, uh, especially with Australia. Sometimes they do back-to-back nights, like night episodes. Sometimes they go like Monday, Sunday, and then another one on Monday. So it's going to get a, a little out of hand. So we'll keep you up to date, and we got to work on everyone's uh, schedules as well. But again, Abraham, I'm I'm excited to join and just. I know we had the interview, but I'm excited to just pick your brain and talk Survivor with you. <laughs> hey, look, it's going to be a blast. So, all right. Everyone, enjoy the rest of, your, rest of your evenings or whenever you're watching this. And we'll see you for next. We'll see you next Tuesday, I believe, for the first episode of the Survivor Now podcast down under reviewing Survivor Australia Blood versus Water. Let's go.